Thank you for downloading Three Idiots in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast, Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're talking about season two, episode 13, Houses of the Holy. But first, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Not a lot happened this morning. I was supposed to have a class. Yeah. But no one showed up. No one signed up. No one signed up. So. I'm sorry. It was fine. I did go down there because just to to make sure. But I did also, like, on my, not on my way. Like, I should have, you know, I could have checked my phone, I guess. I think it, like, I don't remember if she messaged me before I left or not. But I got there and then I looked at my phone and um, Nancy had messaged me or I, I asked like I had asked her and she got back to me saying like yeah no signups so I didn't go in I'm sorry. but then I got sad so I went to chapter one and got a coffee yeah. for me and Steve <laughs> I was like I need when something it? oh this was like uh 10 30 yeah because your, your class would have been 10 30 to 12 12 30 I thought about signing up for the class and then <laughs> suggesting, like, I do the class and then we walk down to chapter one and sit at the table in chapter one and watch Supernatural, Supernatural at the same time. Um, not together, like, on our own separate devices. Yeah. Because we pause at different rates. Yeah. I think that sort of, like, team productive environment would encourage me to do the episode faster, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But you made the point yesterday when we were talking <laughs> that if I really wanted to learn how to do your fiber sculpture art, I could just ask you. <laughs> just ask. I could just teach you. You don't have to pay for it. Like, if you want to support me, that's great. But you don't have to pay $100 for a class. And that was the thing. Like, I do want to support you, but I but I didn't really want to take the class. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's not for everybody, and that's the point. It's- uh <laughs> It's not really an art form that I can see, that I really see myself doing is yeah. the, the 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 fiber sculpture. Yeah. I think you might be interested in like the actual making the armature first. I I think the the physical part of it, yeah. the I I have a hard time engaging with things that aren't obviously like to a purpose. Right. I have a difficult time engaging with like art for art's sake. Mm-hmm. So the physical aspects of like making the armature, the and the the actual like weaving of the material, like that that physical mechanical process, I probably would enjoy. Yeah. Then you have a fire sculpture and not know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, and then it'd be like, well, I guess I just put it in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would. You could hang it up right in the corner over there, and then it would get sun bleached. Yeah, <laughs> and dusty. And dusty. Tis the problem. Yeah, they get pretty dusty. Yeah, and how do you? Because it's fabric, so the yep. dust sticks to it. Yeah, and you can't, you can't just like toss it in like the washing machine. Well, no. <laughs> you just have to stay on top of it with like Can you a duster. Do yeah. <laughs> They've been over here going, like, dusting, dusting, dusting just, just gestures, wa- just waving a duster around. <laughs> waving an imaginary duster. Um, see, and, this, and this is because I do not stay on top of dusting. Yeah, and I'm very bad at it as in well. In general. 
So I'm really bad at dusting. My everyone room. in this house is bad at dusting. <laughs> yeah, we didn't every, grow up learning we how to dust. dust. We did not grow up learning how to dust. Once every blue moon, <laughs> Mom's like, "Okay, we got people coming over." There cannot be any sign of living in this house. I last we update on pottery. Yes, pottery update. Pottery update. <laughs> I think last we talked about pottery, I was worried people would be mad at me. Yes! And, and no they weren't? One, no, they, one, no one was mad at me. Yeah, as we suspected, because no one would be mad at you, my I friend. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sometimes you have to experience, acknowledge and experience the anxiety and just like, yes, I'm anxious because I'm afraid people are going to be mad at me. I know that's crazy. And I hear I sit in this space. <laughs> and then they weren't mad at me. And I'm like, that's great. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and you made handles. And then last, my last class, yes, I made, which was, as we're recording this yesterday, mm-hmm. I made uh, handles for my little cups. Yeah, Which are a little wonky, but not too bad. No, yes. that's nice. Uh, I've got two of them right now. I'm a little bit... One of them, I'm a little bit worried, is going to explode. Mm. As long as... I mean, you wedged it. I wedged it. So it should be fine. It did get a little bit warped on the wheel a little bit, and then I fixed it. But then I found out I wasn't supposed to do that because that can make it break in the kiln. So I am a little bit worried that that one is going to explode everywhere. The eggs would explode everywhere. But the other one is probably going to be okay. Nice. So I'll have one cup. Yes! And then you get to do glazing. That's next week. Yeah. Glazing. Yeah, that's next week. That's fun. Um, he glazed me. What? <laughs> I just glazed. Is this from, is from something? something? Are you just saying the word glaze over and over? No. It's from Wreck-It Ralph. And I was like, are you King, okay, King Candy? He's like, no, he, he just glazed me. I, that is, sounds like a King Candy joke. I don't remember the King the, this bit. Uh, all I remember is, you hit a guy with glasses. You hit a guy with glasses. Also, did you see Archive 81 got its own TV show on Netflix? Archive 81? Are you sure? Yeah, I looked on Netflix. I had, I had not heard this. Archive, wait. Because that's got Based it. on the podcast of the same name about researchers cataloging video archive of the missing filmmaker. It's out. I... I I've never seen a show that has been adapted from a podcast. podcast. Archive eighty one. I love Archive eighty one. Yeah. I really hope I I don't have adaptations make me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <Same>. uh-huh. <laughs> Exhibit Percy Jackson. <laughs> Did you read those books? Yes. Really? Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them. I don't know. You read the well, the first series, yeah, like like through the whatever the the last Olympian. I think is the the last book. You you read all of those? I think so. I didn't know you read those. Or no, maybe not the last Olympian. There's like four or five books in in that first chunk. Yeah, the the Lightning Thief, Mm -hmm. Sea Monsters. I definitely read the whatever, first two or three. Whatever the third one was. Something about I read Titan the Lightning. And Last Olympian. You I'm read th- The Lightning Thief? I started The Lightning Thief and then I got bored. I'm not happy with that. It was <laughs> it was it was a long time okay. ago. Yeah. When my reading my reading style and Yeah. Choices was mm. Well, uh I I didn't get as into them as as a lot of people did. Yeah. yeah. I read you know, that. I read those during 
probably during seventh grade when I was pretty steadily reading one book a day. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, if you do all your homework in school and don't do anything else, including like socialize or, mm-hmm. or eat or sleep, <laughs> you can read a novel a day. <laughs> and that's and that's how I spent seventh grade. <laughs> wow. That, did, did you guys have to keep track of your book log? Like how many books yes, you read? in seventh grade. Yeah. yeah. I was reading Lord of the Rings, which took, which a- took me forever mm-hmm. because Isn't in a time we, um, we had to do t- at least 20 minutes of reading per night and then log it. And I like, you know, was able to like calculate it after that. Like it took me 20 minutes to read four pages. So I turned two pages every night. And then I was like, I, I can't, I can't with this. It was too, <laughs> it was too did long. You, did you finish Lord of the Rings? Yes. That's incredible. If the, like that, that it was, that you still finished it and it was that challenging. It took me like a couple of years, I think. Yeah. To finish like, well, it definitely took me a couple of years to finish the whole thing, like the all three books, but I read The Hobbit in like fifth grade. And then I think sixth, seventh and eighth grade, I started, I did the Lord of the Rings. Dad and I are rereading The Hobbit for, like, the fifth time right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Lord of the Rings was on my seventh grade reading list. I think it, it made mm-hmm. it in there. Obviously, I did not read all three books in three days. No. That did break that streak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was your day? My day. I woke up at 10.30, and then I stayed in bed on my phone for like another 30 minutes and then dad walked in and he was like did you get up <laughs> and i was like um i technically did get up at like 10 30 but i haven't like gotten up he was like okay do you want to eat i'm like mm-hmm <laughs> riveting <laughs> So I had. Did you? I had pizza and an orange. (laughs) Part of a balanced breakfast. (laughs) You got your orange just like way off in the corner. Yeah, I had a big orange. Ate the whole thing. Then two pieces of pizza. Nice. You you know, like those all those like sugar cereals that are part of balanced breakfast. Yes. You know why they can be part of a balanced breakfast is because of how the like the flour and stuff yeah, that's used it's in fortified. It's fortified. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got iron and calcium and all yeah, kinds of, it's all like kinds of they're stuff forced it. to fortify it because otherwise it would just be mm-hmm. sugar, um, gluten free, flu- glu- yeah. gluten free, <laughs> gluten free, <laughs> <laughs> gluten free flour is not fortified. No, it's not. So. There are very few gluten-free cereals because of, like, cross-contamination and stuff. Like, yeah. tr- like truly gluten-free. Cheerios are not truly gluten-free, and they get in trouble all the time because yeah. of contamination and making people sick. The The gluten-free cereal I've got downstairs right now, Panda Buffs, yeah. there's nothing in it. It's yeah. corn and sugar. It tastes oh my like God. peanut butter. Yeah, because it was it like like Lacroix. You stand next to a bubbling waterfall and whisper strawberry. <laughs> this this was once near some peanut butter, and so has three no, grams of what's protein. It, what's it supposed to? Peanut butter. Oh, I couldn't tell what it was supposed to taste. Like. No, it's supposed right, to taste like somebody whispered peanut butter. On yeah, it. Um, it smells more like peanut butter than it tastes. Mm. But um, it's that which is why it also has three three grams of protein. Wow, in a serving. Okay. Other than that, 
any nutrients comes from the milk (laughs) that you put in it. The other day, I was, uh, I started working on a new project. And um, I think it's done. I'm not sure yet, but um, I've been working on it. And it's made of leather. And it's the, like, some leftover material from my senior thesis. Um, It's all red. And it's like this, this, like, a couple panels horizontally, like, of leather that have these weird, like, rough edges on them that I wanted to, like, showcase. So I, like, sewed them together along the edges kind of with this, like, like old um, white, like, string. I think mom got it at, like, a yard sale. It's, like, old, like, a vintage, like, like, antique, like, string. So I had to, like, punch holes in the leather before, uh, like, sewing through it because it like you cannot just push the needle through it would break it or like you'd hurt your hand you know mm-hmm. and so i have to like take my little scissors or i i use like my um paper scissors i don't like cut with them but i use the point and like spin it or like um like wiggle mm-hmm. it back and forth and um because it's like a finer sharper point than my sewing scissors are Mm-hmm. And that like dull thing, it like took forever. I, I tried to use those, but so I'm, I'm using my little tiny scissors and stabbing a <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait for that. <laughs> um, and so I had to do a bunch of stabbing. You did a lot of stabbing through mm-hmm. leather. A lot, um, of, a lot of art is stabbing. Yeah, some of some of it really is. Mm-hmm. So so. Sp- uh, so speaking, speaking of, of stabby. Speaking of stabbing. Ah! <laughs> you got there? <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go with stabbing or impaling, but... Yeah, yeah. Speaking of both stabbing and impaling. This week, speaking of stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into Season 2, Episode 13, Houses of the Holy. So our writer this week is Sarah Gamble. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say John Siobhan. <laughs> you were going to say John Siobhan. Well, Interesting. There was, not there really. was one at moment very, where I was like, hold on end. a second. Like, looks up writer. Okay, no. Yeah. wasn't him. But, but. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Just okay. at the very, very end. Yeah. When I was like, hmm, I'm getting creepy. I mean, whenever when we're things like, got super creepy, and I'm like, "This is unnecessary." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's whenever we're like that. Yeah, I'm looking at you, John Chabon. <laughs> um, Sarah Gamble has is she creepy? She. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm trying to remember if we've had any major creep from the other episodes she's written. A lot of the episodes, a, a number of the episodes she she's written. One. She did the lake one, which was Not actually okay. Which yeah, was, her, we like her that writing one. in general. I think we've. Light um, tends to be very, from the the pattern I'm seeing so far, I'm seeing uh, very dialogue-heavy episodes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) So much to write down. There's a lot of of sitting and talking. Yeah. Or just standing and talking at each other. They're not walking anywhere. They're Mm -mm. not driving anywhere. They just are staying in place and saying a lot of words. And it's just the camera back. And forth, and back and forth, and I'm like, very pause, yeah. write down. <sighs> very dialogue heavy episodes. Yeah, the pattern I'm seeing so far from her. I know a num a, a couple of the episodes. I think she. Has, I think she also was had a writing credit on Faith. 
Okay. Um, a lot of God. She she has brought oh, religious, religious themes theme to it. And into she's it. homophobic. Well, she uh, the episodes a couple uh, at least a couple of the episodes we've seen so far have had gay people die in them. Yeah. We love that. Love that. And she's credited with it like in the in the fandom. She she she, she will grow up to be the showrunner at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. For a couple seasons and well, yeah, and she likes to bury she, the queers. Yeah, well, she, she she keeps trying to kill off Cass. Is the problem yeah. later on? Uh, like, and then she goes to Misha. She's just like burying him, like die. Why won't you die? Yeah. <laughs> and, and she goes to she leaves being a showrunner on Supernatural and goes to another show that I didn't watch. Smallville. The Magicians. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which also has I think problems. It, well, if, if that's that. the one I'm thinking of, she became the showrunner of that one, and then got the show. Like t- the show tanked because of her direction of it. Yikes. From what I recall of the discussion in the fandom, yeah. Um, here though, the writing I think is okay. Like mm-hmm. like like very dialogue heavy, very yeah. talk, very talky episode. Directed by Kim Manners, one of our big directors, right. who works who who has directed a number of her episodes. Some interesting shots I'm thinking of off the top of my head. A lot of shots from underneath people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one shot of the lady swimming. He did direct the lake one, didn't he? Yeah, because there was the shot. Yeah, no, there was a shot from from under from shot it from underneath just, the water. It was just cooch shot. <laughs> well, it was oh, that was how it was lit. It was very weird. But and she was just like swimming. But I, I meant in this episode specifically. There's oh. a lot of like the camera is below the people who are talking. Yeah, and like looking up at them. Oh, yeah. And I'm and there was a weird. We'll we'll, we'll get there. We get there when we get there. Um, there's a there's a weird camera swing around that made me very dizzy <laughs> <laughs> um but it will we can we can get to the camera shots when we get there <laughs> um this episode came out february 1st 2007 houses of the holy the title of the episode is a uh, led zeppelin song uh-huh. it has a, a reference starting right off no, yeah, no now recap. then and then and now recap i think the editor we're just, just forgot. we're just jumping right in mm-hmm. they don't have any <laughs> done <laughs> <laughs> send that's that's us <laughs> on every episode there's, I think there's Nixon this, render that's, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not checking back. i'm not checking, I'm not checking. I think one pass through whether i mess things up or not <laughs> So we haven't actually started the episode. Yeah. Yeah. We are in Providence, Rhode Island. I didn't see that. And I th- I think this is the only time they tell us yeah. any location. Yeah. But at least they do tell us once. Yeah. <laughs> We're in kind of like a like kind of a seedy looking um, apartment situation. Yeah, There's we a pan up across a pile of like clothes, shoes. I don't know, like to a young woman with eyeliner on and like wavy kind of frizzy hair watching tv like a sitcom with a laugh track on it the camera goes over a like an ashtray full of cigarette butts and there's a side table with a bunch of angel statues the this this young woman it's very it's a very 2000s look Mm -hmm. yes that's supposed to tell us like ooh, she's a bad girl yeah yeah (laughs) like she's got eyeliner on and it's like a little smudged and she's like curled her hair a little bit yeah i don't know. It's suppo- that's what it's supposed to tell you. 
It and, like, just ooh, she looks, lives in a steedy apartment. Like, it's like, she just looks like a young person yeah. Yeah. in her 20s. Yep. That's what I was getting. <laughs> and she's, like, yeah, the island Dean is supposed keep, to, it's, like... Dean keeps on referring to her as a hooker. Yeah. I think they're, yes. they're and trying I, to, like, visually show you yeah. that, like, this like, is what a hooker's, like, apartment would look the like. The clothes, like, there, there's, like, like clothes and heels on the floor, and it's, like, it's kind of so a seedy what? apartment. If she's no, I know, messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, like... Yeah, of course. So because, like... Like, look, it's, and it's only in looking back at this first scene after hearing Dean call her a hooker that I was like, oh, that's what they were trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other, there, cause there's no other, like, way that they're telling us no, that other no than visual language or like, other, yeah, she's kind of wearing like a, like a low, like, like a very 2000s, like, kind of corsety top. Yeah. With the, you know, mid 2000s curl, curled hair and kind of, her eyeliner, she had eyeliner, but it was like kind of smudged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like her eyes yes. were watering or something. I don't know. I don't know. She just, it she mostly just looked, looked upset. Yeah, yeah. it kind of just looked like she had a bad night. And she yeah. was like on the, on and the couch she's, watching TV. And she's just like and she's flipping, flipping through the channels. And she's flipping through the channels like unsatisfied, like, God, I just want to watch something to take my mind off this cruel world. And I mm-hmm. think what they're trying to tell us is like, She's like desperate and down on her luck, and yeah. And so all she and, has right now is this, and she's like, and she's smoking, and it's like she just looks like any number of young pe- people I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. She changes the channel to this like Christian, like evangelical TV talk yeah, show. Yeah, the televangelist. It says I don't know if it if it was meant. Is Wicca a religion? It it's related. It's it's in like the same sort of genre of like of pagan religions. Wicca is because okay, it's in Wicca TV four. That, that was probably just the call sign for the, like W I C A W I K A W I K A. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so like, no, that's, that like, like, that's like the Boston like W B W B H or W G B H. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. it's, yeah, no, that's just a TV station. Because I was like. No, it's like, like the, a, like the witch, witchcraft channel. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's probably just the the local like you, you know like on NPR they'll they'll read off all of like the the channel mm-hmm. like the affiliate channels with with like their call numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's this televangelist on, and uh, he starts saying like televangelist things. It's hard to look up when you're down. It's hard to look up and see the light. As, but yeah. I'm here to tell you, <laughs> folks, that the Lord is with you. And the lights begin to flicker. She yeah. tries to she turns the TV off. And puts her cigarette out, and the TV comes back on. And it scares the shit out of her, because it's, like, way louder than it was when she turned yeah. it off. Yeah. And the, the voice, the, the, the televangelist is like, you don't have to suffer, and you she, don't have to be lost. And she's like, Jesus! And the Lord is talking to you right now! <laughs> she's like, oh my god, no! You and, are my child, and you have a purpose! And she's trying to turn the TV she's off. Like, and it and won't. The, the lights are flickering. And the, he continues with his televangelist thing, and the room begins to shake. Things start falling off of shelves, and she's, like, looking around like, oh, um. The angel figurines rattle. Yeah, it's shit like, starts falling off the like, walls. Can't you hear the glory? Just the sound of, like, vases smashing and glass Yeah, glass, glass exploding, and she's like, spins around, and at the end of the hall... There's this glowing holy light, and you can see her, her mouth. mouth. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> and, she, and she and she kind of touches touches her chest, and, like, and she but she she like then, like she does like a pearl clutch, like. <gasps> but, and she kind of does like a turn to the right, turn to the left, like, like 
Me? Me? <laughs> <laughs> a va- we see like a vague silhouette of a figure in this light. And yeah, she whispers. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Party, 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 party. What she was saying. I think she was. Just saying. They were like, say like a word or like a couple words, like, like over watermelon. and over again. Yeah, like say like watermelon or something. She was like, well, I'm looking at what? What do I say? Well, I'm looking at a thing for a party, 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 party. <laughs> Why <laughs> though? She wasn't. She wasn't like background talking to anyone. She was just looking at a poster. Yeah. Why was she saying party, party, party? party? <laughs> Is she like, mouthing anything? She could have well, just been reading it to her. Herself and her well, mind. It's like when you're looking through papers and you're like, like Sarah, 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 Sarah. Like you're like that, like looking for a word. Oh yeah, like oh party, 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 party. <laughs> looking for it on this invitation. <laughs> hmm, party, 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 party. party. <laughs> She's like party, party, party. party. <laughs> nope, no. <laughs> That wasn't it. No, no, um, no. <laughs> party, 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 party. So we get theme. We see a woman sitting on a bed reading a book, and we hear someone open the door uh, into her room, and she turns, and it's the young lady from from the intro, and she's pretty obviously holding a Bible. It's it's the yeah. Oh, it's, I didn't it's see. the oh, it's the thin paper with the floppy leather cover. It's pretty. It's pretty obviously a Bible. I thought it was just like. Some book. No, it's a it's a Bible. Tis the good book. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that funny? I don't know. The way that you're like, tis, like, tis, 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 tis the good book. And you like turn your head like that. Uh. <laughs> it was a little more visual okay, than that. Okay. <laughs> come across tis. in the audio medium. <laughs> It, yeah, it was like the side, the side yeah. lean and nod, like yeah. mm. this is the good book. <laughs> so she says, like, "Good morning" to whoever just came in, and says, "You're not the usual guy." And it's Sam in a, um, like a, like an orderly's costume. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm you're gonna say cosplay, <laughs> nurse cosplay." <laughs> 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 Like just a singing like telegram or whatever. Cause I'm the nurse who likes to. <laughs> Door closes. <laughs> She's like, you're not the usual guy. <laughs> you're not my usual stripper friend. <laughs> no, he's like, he's like in like an orderly outfit. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, hi, hi, I'm just, I'm just filling in. And then he asks, he says, how are you doing? Gloria. Introduces, introduces her character. We love that. Yep. Thank you, Sam. And he asks how, how she's doing. She says, she, she never felt better. He's like, so no disturbances lately? She's like, you mean, am I stark raving cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? And he's like, I didn't I say didn't that. Say that. <laughs> Uh, and she hasn't seen like any more or anything, but she's you know confirms that what like what she saw she believes was real. Sam puts his clipboard down and sits down in a chair and does his like serious look, and he's going to empathize. Yeah, he's like, I'd like to know what you saw. And she was like, you know, it's all over the news. I stabbed a man in the heart. <laughs> she said that so like 
I mean, like, you know. know. Well, yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. (laughs) She insists it was God's will. He sent someone, an angel, and he was in this beautiful white light and filled her with this feeling she can't describe and spoke God's word to her, asked her to help him smite an evil man, and says she was chosen for redemption. Um, The angel didn't give her the man's name, but it told her to wait for a sign. And then she saw it the next day, next to the man's front door. The angel told her that this man was guilty to his deepest foundations. And that was enough for her. And Sam is... Through, through this whole thing is empathizing with the victim face, but also concerned. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our next scene, we're in a motel. Mm-hmm. Dean has his headphones in. We've moved away from over the head, like the old, yeah. like, 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 earphone ones to actual earbuds. Yeah. He's listening to Nazareth's Hair of the Dog, I think. We pull back to see a little box next to the bed that says, Enjoy magic fingers. 15 minutes, 25 cents, tingling, relaxation, and ease. And the the, the bed Dean is on is uh, vibrating. <laughs> yes. And he's been bouncing a, quite, quite a lot. And Dean is just completely zoned out. He's listening to his music on the vibrating bed. Sam walks into the hotel room and he says, hey, and Dean doesn't answer. So he walks over to Dean and smacks him in the foot. And he's like, hey. And Dean, like, he's like, you got to try this. <laughs> There really is magic in the magic fingers. <laughs> Which I... Okay. Do, have Had you heard of magic fingers? No. It just reminded me of... I'm like, oh, this is like the Sims bed oh, that like vibrates. <laughs> well, that's the... Is refer- it based on that? Or the, like the, the reference? Yeah, this is, no, based, this on is based on the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? You know what I yes, mean? The Sims yes. had some reference based on... Yes. Specifically, that bed, I think, is like a heart-shaped Yeah, bed. it yes. is. Yes. So that is... That bed is referencing it, it's supposed to be a magic fingers bed okay um nowadays i don't like, I don't like the name no i know it's gross. it's awful it makes me think of ten thousand or the, <laughs> the fingers of dr t <laughs> no and so this is like an early massage device yeah like you could say misogyny device. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean you know like massage chairs in like in, in, the in like like the yeah in the mall yeah this is an early massage device there's but there's nothing in there that like in those chairs yeah. that like like presses into your back or whatever. Yeah. It's just shaking the bed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's an external motor that you hook to the Can it explode? It's just like it's just it's just a motor okay. that vibrates. And you hook it up to like the bed springs and the mattress. Mm-hmm. And it just shakes the mattress a lot. <laughs> and it's very loud and and it doesn't I mean it's just it just shakes the bed. It was supposed to be relaxing and right. ease back pain, I feel like and <laughs> but and then over time, and it, w- it was like started in like the fifties or something, I think, and lots of motels had them over time as they started to fall out of favor, and as the mo- those motel like newer newer hotels were being built, and those motels started to fall into disrepair and get more of a reputation for being seedier locations and you know pay by the hour type locations. Yeah, the magic finger type bed started to gain more reputation for being a pay-by-the-hour type of thing. Right. You know, more associated with, like, CD motel hookups and sex work. Mm. The the bed in The Sims with, like, the heart shape. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very, like, 70s <laughs> reference, yeah. which, which would have been around the time that it was starting to decline and 
Um, a lot of hotels still had them, but it was you know starting to to be in decline. So there, to today, the Magic Fingers has sort of like a some sort of like like kind of seedy sexual connotation yeah. attached to it. I have a hard time picturing how it could possibly <laughs> yeah how it could do anything be helpful to anybody. It just, like, in, a similar, in a similar Even way to waterbeds, yeah, I, I've, there's, I've never really, point? I've never tried to sleep on a waterbed, but I can't uh-huh. imagine. You have, yeah. Is it's, it all? Is it awful? Yeah, it was bad. Just, yeah, I, it like, was not comfortable. Like, I mean, they're there for like the novelty. Yeah, mm-hmm. but after that, like that, the the why would you? Did it feel like kind of cool and funky at first? Oh yeah, but then it's like I'm we'll trying to roll to over, or like I'm like to, I mean, well, yeah. it's like it's like it's I mean. It's like just a wet air mattress. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a Magic Fingers reference on any modern TV show. No, I don't. I doubt any of your like other than through like like this show. I doubt any of your friends would know or like the, the Sims. Would, or the Sims. Maybe they. It doesn't. I don't think you can still get that bed in like Sims Four and like, like the modern Sims because the, the one I'm thinking of is the original, the original Sims. Sims complete collection yeah. that we had. Yeah, um, though that you still have. Right? Yeah, but it doesn't work on anything. No. It needs, like, a very old Windows. That's horrible. It won't work on, like, Windows 10. Yeah, I think I still I still have all the disks. Uh, yeah, I've got the user manual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I put so many hours into that thing. Yeah. But, so, yeah, but like, the, I, I don't think any of your friends would... Would like, 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 what, what magic fingers like is. coming in, coming into this scene, the disgust Sam has through the entire scene. Yeah, I was like, what gave very like Sam is being a prude. Yeah, yeah, I was like, like aggressively so. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, he's just like having a fun time, and it's like, it's just, it's, it's not it's like a, he's like, jacking off or something. No, yeah, but but it's I, it's network television, and it's like that's sort of it's the, the equivalent the, of the, I walked it on you jacking off. Yeah, and it's like you are getting that kind of enjoyment maybe from this. Yeah, and that's gross, Dean. Like, yeah, he okay, says, Sam, you were watching erotica on the TV. I know. Yeah, yeah right. Like when to talk? Um, he's like, Dean, you're enjoying that way too much, and it's making me uncomfortable. Like, uh, it's it's a it's a bed that jumps up and down. Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, like um, and I always have fun on the on those chairs that go like, like and, and like punch your back. Yeah, yeah, those it's are fun. Yeah, and, like, the arms. What we're supposed to get from this, and like, I don't even know if Magic Fingers has that kind of connotation anymore because it's so old at this point. Yeah. It's it's also supposed to demonstrate like this isn't a a cheap old motel that they're staying in. Yeah, they always stay in cheap old motels. Yeah, but it's supposed to be kind of like like you know this is a, a, this kind is of a seedy, more gross yeah. than they usually are, as opposed to that that one like themed disco, the disco, disco the disco room. themed <laughs> one, disco which which, just, which seemed fun and yeah. not like super cheap and seedy. This is this is a grosser one. Yeah, Dean point points out like what else is he supposed to do? He's super bored. He's on lockdown. Sam is like, you were a bank robber on the 11 o'clock news. He's like, not me. You know, and you can't risk just walking into a government facility. And, like, it's true. Dean is the one whose face was on the 11 o'clock news. Right. However, Victor, Victor knows, knows Sam. there. Sam's picture is in the police database. Yeah. Sam is also on the run. So, while, yes, it's true... That maybe Dean should be seen in public less. So should you. Sam shouldn't be seen in public. Sam needs to be be careful too. Yeah, Dean is not paying attention and the machine stops and he's like, that was my last quarter. (laughs) Hey, got any quarters? (laughs) He gets up off the bed. He's like a kid on the 
Um, on a ride. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah. And, like, because he's bored. Yeah. Sam, annoyed, is, you know, in the bathroom. And he's like, no. <laughs> um, so Dean, you know, comes over and checks in with Sam about the case. And this is when he refers to the lady from the intro as a crazy hooker. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, oh, that's, that's, what, they were that's doing. what they were going for yeah. with the eyeliner. Eyeliner <laughs> on women means hooker. Yeah, definitely. That's what and that like, means. The hairstyle in 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 the mid two thousands parlance. Yeah, that means like you are that type of bad girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is how we convey that visually. Yes, <laughs> is if if you have curled hair and eyeliner, eyeliner. you're definitely a hooker. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam is like, yeah, Gloria Sitnik, and I'm I'm not sure she's crazy though. Dean is skeptical and asks if she's been touched by an angel. And Sam, like, annoyed. He's like, she saw blinding light, feelings of spiritual ecstasy, the works. She's in a locked ward and she's totally at peace. The the guy she stabbed, his name is Carl Gully. She said she killed him because he was evil. Dean's like, was he? They, they, They don't know... If he was, Sam can't hasn't found any obvious dirt on him, no criminal record. He worked at the campus library, had lots of friends, went to church. Dean thinks she's standard crazy. And he's like, you know, she's not the first person to kill in the name of religion. And, and then Sam goes, no, but she's the second in town who murdered because an angel told them to. And we didn't see the no. first person. No. And, th- and they just talk about throughout it. Throughout the episode, they reference... Ah, the first one the- that happened. But we don't see, like, we don't know who did it. We don't know the name of the person who got killed. We don't know, like, whether they had real dirt on them or not. No. And, like, the outcome of that... Yeah, we just know that we there was hear, a third yeah, case. There was a third one that happened first. And mm-hmm. no other specifics are given about the case. No. Usually... They they'll just drop it. they'll just name drop yeah. and then a couple little specifics. Like if you're going to include it, include enough that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't just say like, ah, there was a first one. And there was one there was, there was another one. one. Just, to make, <laughs> just to make that clear. Just just to make it seem like it it's more serious than just two. There's yeah. three. <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about, we're the, third talk about one. the third one. And and when and when they bring it up later, they're like, Yeah, the, the this was the case for the first two, and we assume also the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like because you didn't look into it not at, at all. all. They're just we didn't like see them do anything about that case. We're just assuming because they're making that assumption about that case, they, they see this pattern based on, like, really one person. Yeah. This is this is not really a pattern. No. <laughs> they're just assuming because they didn't actually check the first guy. And Dean's like, like, granted, like, okay, yes, it's weird. Could be supernatural. But angels, I don't think so. LOL. <laughs> Yeah. He's so anti-Angel this whole episode. That's what... This, yeah, so what, one of the things time. in this episode that gets touched on again and again um, until he says, like, explicitly... Like, will explicitly say... And I think we may have talked about this a little bit in some previous episode about Dean's lack of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably in faith. <laughs> yes, I think it was. Yeah. Um, Dean's yeah. lack of faith. That, that, that was when that was really established. And hasn't super been touched on since... Yeah. Um, but this, you know, bringing that back becomes an important part of Dean's character is his lack of faith. And to, you know, act as a foil to that, as we learn in this episode, and we got the feeling in Faith last season that Sam does have faith. 
Yes. And those that that that, you know, acting as like foils to each other is an important part of their characters. That Sam's faith is something he hangs on to and Dean's lack of faith and self-sufficiency, you know, in the in the face of hopelessness is 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 what's at his core and then how that changes as the series goes on. Yeah, when I mean, how does that happen when he realizes that there are angels? We'll see in a couple <laughs> seasons. Crisis of faith. <laughs> yeah, um, because right now he is—he—he he, so he doesn't—he doesn't. He, yes, yeah, he doesn't just not believe in angels. He doesn't just not have faith. He soup is super anti-angel, super anti-God. God and the benign supernatural. Yeah, the idea of a higher power, um, something something that could be watching out for them, something that ha- some some higher power that has their back. Yeah, he is so against it, and like aggressively so. As as they go through this conversation, where Sam is trying to be like, but like like maybe this is something we should consider. There's more lore on angels than anything else we've we've investigated dean's you know antagonistic response to that is there's a ton of lore on unicorns too <laughs> sam goes wait there's no such thing as unicorns mm-hmm. and, and it was- for a split second i was like oh, oh no sam <laughs> sam it was and Dean's like how cute, cute. cute. It, and it was kind of cute. cute it was a little cute <laughs> and i got i got this picture <laughs> And they shoot rainbows out of their ass. What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little cute. And then it, when Dean's like, ha ha, cute. Sam gets this little like, <laughs> and I made a funny. <laughs> Dean's usually the funny one, but I made a funny. funny. It, it was it was a little cute. Dean, there are some legends, he says, that you file under bullcrap. And his reasoning for this is he's never seen one. All of the supernatural stuff he's he, they've seen. They that- never saw vampires. Exactly. That was something I was thinking of. And they, John had said, like, specifically, like, and he was these like, don't and, exist. Yeah, he was like, they're, they're, not, they're not a problem anymore. Don't worry yeah. about it. And, well, and up until John came in and said, there are vampires. Dean was like, there are no vampires because yeah, they Dean, don't exist. And he'd never seen one. Yeah, never seen one. But then, with without seeing one, Dean believes John because he's John. Mm-hmm. Right. Dean believes in what he can see, what he can feel, what is tangible to him. This sort of otherworldly, intangible, general, benign force that is watching over them doesn't make any sense to him. No, he needs hard proof. And certainly doesn't make sense with all of the terrible things he's seen. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, don't you think that we would have crossed paths with them at this point, or know someone who had? Um, he's like, no, this is a demon or a spirit. Uh, they find people a few fries short of a happy meal and trick them into killing people. And throughout this little speech that Dean delivers, he delivers kind of aggressively, yeah, mm-hmm. like adamant, like adamantly, like there are no angels. Mm-hmm. There are no. There's no greater supernatural power that's. For forces of good. We would have seen it. Sam's just watching Dean like, wow, okay. And defensive about this This, one. like, there's there's something here and I'm going to poke you about it later. But, like, wow. So, so Sam's like, okay, maybe. And Dean's like, agitated. Yeah. He's like, uh, I got to get out of here. Yeah, let's go to Gloria's apartment. And Sam's like, I was already there. Uh, no sulfur, no EMF. EMT reader. Nothing. Dean just decides to be a little shitty. So he's like, oh, you didn't see any fluffy white feathers? And Sam just 
It's like doesn't engage, brings up that Gloria said that she'd seen a sign right outside Carl Gully's doorway. And they're like, oh, we should investigate that. So they do. They We see the Impala driving through small town in a re- residential area, pull up outside a house. Um, and as they're approaching the house, they see there's this like plastic angel decoration sitting on the front porch. Dead eyes. <laughs> Just, uh, and he goes, oh, hey, Sam, I think I found it. It's a sign from up above. <laughs> and Sam, frowny face, as Dean, like, goes and, like, pokes around the porch for a little bit. Um, and Dean's like, well, I think we learned a valuable lesson. Always take down your Christmas decorations after New Year's, or you might get filleted by a hooker from God. And he, and he sort of, like, laughs to himself. And then Sam, dead eyes, like, glazed expression as he's, like, looking around the house, like, thinking. Mm-hmm. Says, sort of absently, yeah, I'm laughing on the inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is where the camera d- did a thing that made me d- dizzy. Okay. <laughs> it, like, like from, like, we're because Sam was standing on the sidewalk, and the camera is, like, from Dean's perspective, mm-hmm. swings, like, down the stairs and around Sam fast <laughs> Yeah. To, to, to catch Dean coming down the stairs. And it swings, like, around so that then we can see Sam again, and, and Dean standing next to him. Then it kind of backs up and follows Sam as Sam approaches the squeaky iron gate, and they go down, like, the side little walk down the side of the house toward the backyard area, uh, where they're going toward, like, the cellar door. That camera swing... I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a little <laughs> a little bit motion sick on that there. <laughs> that was a little fast for me. <laughs> Sam says, like that Gloria said, Carl was guilty to his deepest foundations. And Dean's like, do you think she literally meant the foundation? So the boys get the cellar door, the triple locked. So it's triple padlocked. Oof. Cellar door open. A um, little sketchy. Little yeah. ske- it is a little, a little sketchy. Cellar doors are sketchy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, every, yeah. every cellar door I've ever seen is sketchy. <laughs> uh, but they get it open and go down and start to explore with flashlights. And there's the the typical gross old stuff. There's jars. There's old tools. Yeah. There's dirt. Oh, that scary basement TM. I was like, typical basement. It is. It seems pretty much like a basement. And... They're, you know, look, they're looking around until Sam spots something on the wall. He I sees, couldn't really see it. And it looks like scratch marks. Yes. Uh, he sees, like, a set of scratch marks on the wall and calls Dean over. It was so dark. Yes. He pulls, I had my brightness all the way up. Yeah. He pulls a full fingernail out of the wall, and he's like, oh, look, a fingernail. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Even when he was holding it up, I was like, is that a thumb? Is that a bullet? Yeah, yeah, it was a finger. It was it was the scratch marks on the wall and a fingernail embedded in the wall. And Dean sort of sighs, yep. reaches over, grabs a, a shovel, shovel, and they start digging. Um, and it's like, well, I guess you know, either good thing the floor is like dirt floor, and they were able to like pull it up. But also, I mean, bad thing because it's a convenient place for somebody to hide a body. Yeah, uh, dirt floor basements, yeah. very sketchy. Yeah. And they uncover a skeleton. And they're like, well, yep, so much for the innocent church-going librarian. So it's been a while. This has been down there a while. Yeah. Yeah. To get that that level of decay, Mm -hmm. it's just a skeleton and not like a body in a bag or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's been there for a while. But they say later that it's three three people in the last year or something. Yeah. I think it takes longer than that to turn into a skeleton. Like, completely, oh, completely I skeleton. No idea. Not sure. Hey, listeners, email us. 
And you know how long it takes to turn into a skeleton? To just turn into a full skeleton. Uh, just a skeleton. How long does that take? If it buried in a cellar. <laughs> let, let us know. So let that us we know. can contact the police. I could Google it, but I... That would I've, be a red flag. No. <laughs> I, uh, I mean... Well, it's like when you have a science experiment and it's like how to make a bomb. <laughs> so you Google how to, how make, to make a bomb. bomb. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That's I think my my new series Skateboard Dracula is, <laughs> do, is doing pretty well. Most of those teens only bought the book because in it I explain how to make a bomb. Yeah, if you, so yeah, listeners, if if you know, email us. Let us know how long does it take for a for a skeleton to appear in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dean is like, whatever spoke to Gloria about this knew what it was talking about. Sam's like, so or an angel. He's <laughs> <It's> an angel. <laughs> So, our, our next scene, it is nighttime. Nighttime. We are inside a sketchy, seedy-looking, rundown studio apartment. There is a guy on a bed, drinking liquor. He looks miserable. He's got, like, a comic book on his chest. But he's not reading it. He's just staring into space. The room starts to shake. The lights, lights begin flicker. to flicker. The liquor bottles explode, and things start falling off of shelves. He jumps up in fear until a bright light appears, and he sort of calms and walks toward it. And we hear, like, the that, that like the ghost whispering. The, like, like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Immediately, our next scene is he's walking around outside at night. He stops and sees across the street a glowing angelic light in the yard of a house. With, like, that vague figure in front of it. And we hear, like, that whispering again, and he nods. It's like, yes! And walks across to the house, walks right up, knocks on the door, and a guy just answers the door in the middle of the night. I mean, again, this is wintertime, right? So it's it's fully night at, like, 4 p.m. (laughs) So... It could, could have be been like, like five or six. It could be five or six. But, but at that point, still, it's like it's dinner time. It's like, dinner why, time. Why did you answer the door? And it's dark out. We considering this guy's qualities. We is he married? Oh, we don't know. We don't know. So he could have been sitting alone in his living room that's right there by the window and the guy knocks and he's just like hello <laughs> hi and how are you and the guy's like hello yeah, well, Zach the, the guy the, yeah so this guy opens the door he answers and he's and he's like, <laughs> like hello hello <laughs> hello and and our drunk guy uh, introduces himself he's as like, Zach my name's Zach and like, he's like, can, can I, I help, help you? you? Like, why are you on my porch? It's nighttime. And then he's like, ah! Stabs <laughs> him. Stab. And he falls. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> he falls down on the porch, dead, and the camera sort of pulls back. And there's an angel there, statue. There's an angel statue in the yard. It's a baby. The approximate position of where, a like, cherub? that. What? I mean, I don't know. I don't remember if it was a cherub or not. But I think it was just a small angel just a small statue. Angel. Uh, back at the motel. Uh, Dean is, like, monitoring a police walkie or, like, scanner and looks over at the Magic Fingers machine. Wistfully. <laughs> um, Sam the, walks in. The audio on the radio does not at all no. match what, what is the in the subtitles. subtitles. And neither of them are at all comprehensible. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, I think the audio was, like, talking about... A, a car crash involving a motorcycle and a van on yeah. on the corner of uh like a, like a, on a street corner intersection. What did the subtitles say? The subtitles didn't make a ton of sense to me. It, they said might be some kind of police regulation charge about removing it. I think that's why it's to the owner, not necessarily to the operator of a vehicle. 
Yep. I'm what? like, did an AI write it's, this? It looks like weird. an AI generated. So like, I don't know what that was. Nope. It, it didn't make any sense. No. And it was not at all what was the audio. Anyway, Sam comes in, and Dean's first question is if Sam brought quarters. And Sam looks at him, looks at the machine, looks back at Dean, tosses him, I think, like a hamburger or like food or something. I thought it was a bag of quarters. Yeah. No. <laughs> because he's like no, disgusted. And he's, he's like, I'm and he's like, I am not enabling your sick habit. You're like one of those lab rats that pushes the pleasure button instead of the food button until it dies. <laughs> Dean's like, I eat and I got news. And Sam does too. So Dean lets Sam go first. And we learned, this is where we learned three students disappeared from the college campus this in the past year. All of them last seen at the library where Carl Gully worked. And we learn from Dean that the, whatever this is, the angel struck again. Dean has been occupying his time listening to the police radio, and this guy, Zach Smith, a local drunk, went up to some stranger's front door and just stabbed him in the heart. He went to the police and confessed, and Dean gets up to grab a sticky note off the mirror, and he's like, I've got the victim's address, so if we want to go investigate and let me out of this room, <laughs> maybe, because I'm going crazy. Our next scene, we're at the crime scene. Yellow tape, do not cross. I'm like, the Dean, angel statue's in the front yard. Dean, I swear to God, if you touch anything... Yep. Yep. We With your bare hands. We get you some, like... Are, you are wanted yeah. so many yeah. places right now, and your face is on the news. Yes. We get some, like, kind of funky music as they yeah. break into the house without gloves. Yeah. Literally what I was thinking. They, you know, jimmy the, the lock on the window open. Yeah, uses, and Sam uses a pocket the, knife to unlock the window from the outside and, the and opens it. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they jump the they garbage cans a, to jump, get over, yeah, over, the over a trellis. In, inside, Sam is hacking. Sam is at the computer. I'm the mainframe. Doing smart person things. And Dean is just touching things around the house. Yeah, yeah. he's got a book. He's, he's looking at magazines. And like, Ugh. yeah, he's like, got, Sam's like, got anything? And Dean walks in carrying magazines. He's like, well, Frank liked his catalog shopping. And um, he's like, well, any, you know, you find anything? And Sam is like, not much here, except this one locked file on his computer that, and he's like, hold on. Does some yeah, more. He just smart person things on Computer password. Yeah, and he just goes tap 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 tap, 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 Access granted, and he's like, I'm yeah. in. And then it looks at his face, and he goes, like, okay. Sam. I'm like, all right, okay, okay. That isn't hacking. That is no. just um, how is how did first of all just like brute forcing his way yeah, through passwords. He's yeah. like, yeah, password one two three four. <laughs> like, got it. <laughs> just password. I mean, he. I mean, we don't see him do any. He's like, oh, there's just this locked. Like like so I so unless he like got I like, had like some idea for what the password was right yeah. my get usually he looks at the picture and he's like he sees the dog's name tag and he's like it's his it's his dog's name and he's like I'm 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 coding I'm I'm hacking there's a there's a firewall <laughs> <laughs> like if this were like someplace like I mean I'm, I'm just like you know like in a uh, hospital or in an office or something like that right and they're they're trying to hack into the computers really all you need to do the 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 secure password like the, the the password to get into whatever mm -hmm. is on a sticky note on the computer. Yeah. The high security password is on a sticky note 
on the inside of the uh the the, the cabinet door that of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> or or in the drawer. Yeah. That's where those things are. That's, that's your really funny. your high or or on the underside of the monitor. That that's usually how you like quote hack into like password things is look for the sticky note with the password, with the password on, password it. on it. I mean I, I get they're doing like the Sam is Sam is smart, smart so he so gets to hacking. hack into the computer. Yeah. But he's not a computer genius. No. He was he was he's a history pre-law. He was pre-law. And he's a history guy. Yeah. He's not he's not a supercomputer genius. No, he's not Ash is. Yeah. yeah. But I get they're like Sam went to college, so therefore smart. <laughs> smart. He gets to do all that computer hacking nonsense. Tap 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 tap. Meanwhile, Dean wanders around the room. Yeah, and he's so Sam is like he's got all these emails, dozens to this lady named Jennifer, and he opens them. He's like, "Oh, mm. this lady who's thirteen years old." Mm. Yikes! And Dean goes, "Oh, I don't want to hear this." This, and it's like, yeah. He, "Yo, yeah, yo, um, this," and he's like, "Yeah, looks like they met in a chat room." These emails are pretty personal. Setting up a time and place to meet. They were supposed to meet today. And this is a very mid-2000s PSA. Yeah. Like, after school special. About, yeah. Like, about don't, chat rooms and, and don't set up times to meet with people you met online. I guess, but now yeah. it could have been like they met on a dating website or something. Yeah. Or, but like, it's still or like, like they met, just they met online. And, yeah. I mean, it's... Or, like, he had a fake profile. Like, yeah. I don't know what... Do are, do they still do, like, internet safety classes or, or like, presentations yeah, and, like, to you guys? sometimes, like... Are they super out of date? Sometimes they are. Mm. They used to be. They used to use the same video, like, every year, which was, like, at first was kind of fun and, like, had cool effects and stuff, but then it was, like, the same one. I mean, like, like the message that they're getting across, is that, is it super out of date and, like, out of touch? Because I remember, like, yeah, when I was coming it's up... it's, like, about, like, Facebook and, like, it's always about old guys, old 50-year-old men. Yeah. Yeah. That's always what it is. Yeah, and, and, and not generalized to... Yeah, yeah. I it was that was the sort of messaging we got too mm-hmm. was it's gonna it's like, always a creepy fifty year old man, man. Yeah. Um, that is messaging you and wants and will try to meet you at like a concert or something and then will kidnap you. Yeah. Um that was always the messaging we got, which yeah. I don't which I think is I don't think is helpful anymore mm-hmm. because I think it's if like we're, Leading to people not taking internet safety seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's internet more, safety is still an important thing yeah. to know. Yeah. It's more... Now, it's more people in their, like... I wouldn't say just out of high school, but, like, in college age, taking advantage of young high schoolers mm-hmm. that yeah. are on the internet and just learning how to use it. Or, like, taking advantage of minors and being like, well, no, we're... Not like that. There's not that big of an age gap. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think the internet safety thing has really got to, but I mean. It's got to be, they've got to say. It's, it's got to be made it's, relevant. It's, they've got to say, yeah, it can be 50 year old gross men, but can, it can also be, it can also be someone that you think is close to you. That is a high school kid that's 18 when you're 14 yeah, or I, 15. I, I, I think. You know, yeah, internet safety or stuff 19. has, has got to be made more relevant because the 
the messaging, like this mess, th- this is very, you know, what we were warned about. I guess, but when I, I was do, in school, then. But I do get this. I mean, I this is also relevant. I yeah. mean, yeah, this is creepy. And I have seen cases of this, of, like... Like, adults. Yeah, Yeah. adults. Gross. Yeah. So, Dean, or they're like, you know, well, you were supposed to meet today. And Dean's like, well, I guess if you're going to stab someone, good timing. Which, like, Yeah. yeah, I guess. He's like, I don't know, this is weird. Some spirits are out for vengeance, but this is, like... This one's like a do-gooder, like a... And Sam's like, like an avenging angel. <laughs> and Dean does like a get out of here kind of, like, kind of hand wave. Like, how else do you explain it? And then this is where he says, he says, three guys not connected to each other, all stabbed through the heart. At least two were pervs. So it's like, yeah, at least two we know of were And I'm like, so what, what about that what first guy? guy? What happened? We don't, we don't know. know. They just didn't <laughs> we t- talk about, about it. It's the other guy. Um, yeah, and he goes, so if, I bet if you dig deep down on that other guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't. Because you didn't. And, like, we don't know his name. We don't know who the killer was. We don't know anything about it. And, like, and we assume also this other one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they're like, uh, I think Dean, Dean is like, hey, so Carl Gully was a church goer. What church? And he gets a paper from, like, the bulletin board, um, behind, like, near the computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam says that it's the Our Lady of the Angels. That and, seems like and a made-up yeah, church name. We, Dean we have, is like, we well, have, of course it, that'd be the name. Our, we, we have we, Our Lady of Victory. Yeah. yeah, but Our Lady of the Angels? It sounds like it could be a... It sounds like a church name to me. That sounds right. We have we have uh, Our Lady of Victory, the Church of the Nazarene, the like the, the churches have... Those sound catchy. This our, is... Our Lady of the Angels. Yeah, it sounds like it could be a church. Yeah. That sounds... That doesn't sound... That doesn't... I mean, it's like... It's like plot convenient, but yeah. also it's a television show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he shows Sam the paper that he's been looking at, and he's like, "Look, looks like Frank went to the same church as Carl. Uh, it's like the church newsletter." And I did the the words are uh, a little too far away and blurry yeah. to make out all of them, but I was able to see like it's, it is broken into like you know service church church service section and like upcoming events section, mm-hmm. and and I was able to see like in like the upcoming events section a salad supper for ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. It's. I think it was like some. It was. Like, it looked like it was like some charity dinner. Yeah, but specifically a salad supper for ladies because you know on the diets you're all on. Yeah, and it said it says it's like like a couple paragraphs that were blurry, and then at the bottom of it, it a standalone sentence that said all women are welcome. Uh. <laughs> okay, it's really funny. Salad supper for the ladies. Salad supper for ladies. All women are welcome. There, and there, there were a couple men, other like little little things, but I, no men allowed. Men don't eat salads; they eat meat. <laughs> I think there was there was like some like celebration of life dinner or something. Like there, there were a couple other little things, but the, the salad supper for ladies was like, like I, I like that. <laughs> so. They, they go to the church, and we get this exterior shot of a big church. Yep, mm-hmm. and then they go in, and, and we hear a father uh, like, saying, So, you're interested in joining the parish. Yeah, and our shot our shots go, exterior shot of big church, close-up interior shot of the crucifix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Dean, Dean goes, you know, we just don't feel right unless we hit church every Sunday. <laughs> so the father asks where they lived before, and Dean says, Premont, Texas. Like, oh, the priest is familiar with the with parish. That town and that parish. He's like, oh, it's a nice town. Uh, I, I, you must know the priest there. And, and their faces just drop. Like, oh, Sam no. is like, fuck. And Dean is like, well, fuck. I, I'm sure it's, yeah, it's Father O'Ma- O'Malley. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, O'Malley. Oh, <laughs> and the, the, the priest is like, hmm, I know a Father Shaughnessy. He goes, Shaughnessy. Exactly. Yeah, Shaughnessy. What did, what I, did say? I say? And the priest and is like, the priest gives him a look like, what? what? But Sam, like, steamrolls through and mm-hmm. distracts him. He's like, we're, know, just we're just happy, happy to be here now, Father. It's like, and, and we're happy to have you. We need some young blood in the church these days. I'm like, young blood, hmm? Yeah. If this vampire. were a vampire, if this were a vampire yeah. episode, that'd be like, who, who, made a blood pun. Are you a yeah, vampire? He's like, mm. oh, you got me. Oh, I yeah, can't. I can't, can't, can't. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> Very visual joke. <laughs> 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 I just covered my mouth with one hand and went like, oh. Oh, like, oh, I said, oh, I said, so really good. It was really good. It was really good. I said blood. I said, I said a blood pun. Oh, no. Now you found me out. You know oh, I cannot resist. I'm going to suck puns. your blood. Oh, I, oh, I mean, uh, never have mind. You seen, have you seen what we do in the shadows? No, but I've heard of it. From, from the show, there's a great scene. Vampire and his, like, servant guy mm-hmm. are in, like, like a craft store. <laughs> <laughs> or like or a part party the party store. Yeah. And he's like see like they're in like the tissue paper section and he's like, Ooh, creepy paper. How positively macabre. And he's like, It's crepe paper master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, creepy paper. Creepy paper. <laughs> it's it's crepe. It's crepe. And he's like, creepy paper. <laughs> How macabre. So yeah, uh, yeah, we're happy to have you. You could use some young blood around here. <laughs> Um, Dean is like, I gotta ask. I mean, no offense, but the neighborhood. <laughs> and the father's like, yes, the, the neighborhood, uh, we are having trouble, but that's, he insists, that's why the work of the church is so important. He's like, you've heard about the murders, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Dean brings up the murders, and the father is like, yes, the victims were parishioners of mine. I've known them for years. Uh, and Sam's like, yeah, I heard the killers said an angel made them do it. Any, uh, any, any thoughts? And the father's like, oh, yes, the misguided souls to think that a that God's messenger would appear and incite people to murder is just tragic. And Dean's like, so you don't believe in those angel yarns, right? And the father's like, no. I'm oh, a- I absolutely believe. Comes with the job description. <laughs> yeah. um, so Sam points to a painting on the wall, and he's like, father, that's Michael, right? And the father's like, yes, the archangel Michael with the flaming sword, the fighter of demons, holy- the holy force against evil. So that means in, in Good Omens, Michael gave Aziraphale a sword? Or- I mean, we're operating on d- in different... Uh, different interpretations of the story. I don't. I don't know what the actual okay, like Bible story the, is. <laughs> yeah, and like who has the flaming sword? Aziraphale is not a real angel in the Bible. Mm-mm. Aziraphale's a, a character in, in yeah a, in a book, but um, it would just be like based off of real Bible lore. Yeah, and like, the, but then there's also like witch Bible, and like there's uh, like the, the Catholic Bible is a little bit different from. 
and like like there are different translations. Mm-hmm. Catholic Bible is a little bit different from uh, other Protestant Bibles, and like the specifics of of you know how the translations work, mm. and what is a, what is the official translation, and what is you know not accepted as canonical translation is a job for theologians mm-hmm. and not for me. <laughs> According to supernatural lore, Michael. The archangel, the is the um the, the the top angel. Michael is in charge of angels. My, Michael is the leader of the hosts of heaven or whatever. Has you know is a is a you know um he as as he says has has the like the flaming sword. It's the you know the the holy weapon, the fighter of demons, holy force against evil, big holy warrior. And it pans over the camera, shows Sam asking the question, and then switches to a painting mm-hmm. of. You know, the angel Michael, like, you know, subduing a demon over this, um, over this dialogue. This is a section where, this is what I'm going to ask Trisha to put on Instagram, is an if you know, you know Uh thing that for spoiler reasons, I can't actually talk about right now. Don't talk about it. We will return to this topic of discussion at a later point. <laughs> is there a, a character can't... Michael? Yes. Is there a character? Right. Is there a character Michael in the show? In Supernatural? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. So, Andre. but at this at this point, I mean, so what? what were, were the writers at? not even? <gasps> no. Oh. At this point, this is unintentional foreshadowing because at this point, they had no plan to introduce angels to the show. Oh my yeah. god, that is so funny. In... And they were, and Dean's like, I didn't. No one was watching over me. i know yeah this but this scene right here is unintentional foreshadowing to the extreme oh there there is a visual reference that happens (gasps) in 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 like like, the dial i can't i'm not sorry guess i'm don't don't guess (laughs) don't guess well, I'm not like guessing, but this I'm just sure. asking check. based off of the painting. So when when this episode goes up, check our Instagram. I'm going. Uh, we're going to post some screen caps from the episode of like this visual reference specifically. If you know, you know. It is unintentional foreshadowing between between the dialogue and the visual reference they're making, and we will return to it at some point. What season? Four or five. Okay. Somewhere in there. Okay. So another. Two seasons or so. This isn't like a will return in season 13. This is. R2D2 scream. No. Well, no. We'll return like in, in like two ish seasons to, okay. d- to discuss this. Uh, and as soon as soon as they make the reference, I'll bring this up and, and tell you guys what I'm talking about. But this is a, if you know, you know, I, I can't, I can't believe that they made this reference completely unintentionally and it worked so well, but they do. And if you know, you know. So Sam is like, you know, they're not like the, that version of angels that everybody thinks they're fierce, right? Vigilant. And the father's like, well, I don't like to think of them or I like to think of them more as loving than wrathful. But yes, a lot of scripture paints the angels as God's warriors uh, and then he quotes, like he makes a, a quote, um, an, an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone down upon them and they were terrified. And there is a long pause where the priest is like, kind of like, 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 you know what I'm, you know, the reference you know, I'm making, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I would not, no matter how, 
Enthusiastic church people are usually able to pull scripture out. So he says it's from Luke 2 9. And the boys, like, the boys ah, are like, ah, yes, yes. Luke. Uh, who memorizes that stuff? Enthusiastic church people. That's what, they, that's, that's what they do instead of having a hobby. Yep. But like, they just read it. Even if you like. Even, like, enthusiastic Harry Potter fans don't memorize the whole Harry Potter series. Some of them might. Yeah, people who are enthusiastic enough can tell you, like, roughly, or, or like, the Bible's a little bit different because every it's line... it's quoted, too. Like, yeah, it's, it's quoted a lot in, in church and stuff, but every line has a reference number, so you're able to pinpoint exactly what section of the book a certain phrase is in. Mm-hmm. And regular books don't work like that. So you might be able to, like, if you've, you know, studied a, a, a work of fiction extensively, you might be able to, like, if you're you know pulling out a specific passage, you might have a general idea of, or even know what page it's on. If you, especially if you, you know, you have that, if it's an important passage to you or the study that you're doing, you might, you might know exactly what page it's on and just be able to pull that out and have it memorized. And most Bible people study the Bible extensively enough that they are able to pull Bible passages out by reference number. The reference numbers make it easier to remember specific passages and pull out exactly where they are in the space of the Bible. It sounds like so much work. Well, they're also yeah, not doing other, other things. things. <laughs> <laughs> this is their hobby, is, is memorizing the Bible and studying it and people who pursue it like like as a scholarly pursuit, mm-hmm. um, you know, study study it and and other theological texts, and you know, write papers on it and stuff. So like that's that's their that's their hobby. <laughs> I remember in my religion class when we had to read excerpts from the Bible, and my religion teacher kept on saying to me, "You're gonna be a great what's it called when you go up." Like in lecture, lecture, yeah. lecture. She was like, "You're gonna be a great lecture one day. Like you have such a talent for reading the Bible." <laughs> and I'm like, no. um, wow. Why am I forgetting his name? Brian Stitt. Yes, I, I was Stitt. like yeah. Father Father Stitt. Yeah, um, said that I was gonna be a great nun someday. And mom, mom was like, like, like <laughs> snort laugh. <laughs> My daughter, huh? <laughs> that one. That one. You sure? You sure? I don't know about that. <laughs> when yeah. was that? Oh, I was really little. Elementary oh. school. Yeah. One of my religion teachers heard me talking with somebody one time about uh, the Golden Compass books. <laughs> and then the next class came in and gave me an article about how it's turning us all to devil worship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And was like, I think, I think. I think you, you would enjoy this. this. I think you need to read, not, not enjoy. I think, oh. I, like, I think you need to read this like for like your spiritual health. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking serious? It's a novel. <laughs> Whenever it's turning a, to witchcraft. It's a fantasy novel. What are you talking time. about? So we are, we're outside the church. Boys and the father come out. Um, Sam. <laughs> what? No. The boys come out. <laughs> <laughs> to the father. No, no, they, no, no, no they don't do that. No. They never do that. No. no. Um, Sam thanks him for speaking with them. Um, the father says, like, my pleasure. Hope to see you again. And Dean motions down to, like, this pile of flowers and candles and a cross and picture frames. And he's, he's like, like, what's that? What's all that for? But, like... Isn't it obvious that it's a memorial? Yes, but I think he meant, like, 
who is it for? Okay, and then he's like, what's that? Yeah. Pile of junk? Like, like, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Um, He's like, oh, that's for Father Gregory. He was a priest here. Dean's like, was? (laughs) (laughs) Was? Yeah, he passed away right on these steps. Uh, He's interred in the church crypt. Dean's like, when did this happen? (laughs) Uh, and we learned it happened about two months ago um, on the steps of the church where they're standing. He was shot for his car keys. I thought when he said on the steps, I was like, oh, fell down the stairs. <laughs> he was an old guy who fell down the <laughs> stairs. I really, when he said that, I was picturing an old guy, but then he looked I at was, the I he was too. The photo. Yeah, I was picturing an old guy who, like, you know how the priest, like, after church will stand out there and shake people's hands? Yeah. Yes. I was picturing that, and then he has, like, a heart attack or something. Yeah. And then he falls down the stairs. down onto the steps. Which, like, that's traumatic for everybody. No, no, he no, was shot. shot. Yikes. And um, he wasn't old. No, <laughs> he was a really young guy. So the, our, the father here says he didn't even have time to administer last rites. And he's been praying, he says, for deliverance from the violence and the bloodshed of the area. And he says we could use a little divine intervention. Which And the boys are sort of, like, looking at each other like, hmm. Yep. Oh, my um, God. So Div- divine intervention. Yeah, Dean is like, <laughs> thanks, Padre. We'll see you again. And shakes his hand. He uh, shakes Sam's hand and then goes back inside. Dean picks up the picture of Father Gregory, and he's like, well, this is starting to make sense. A devoted priest dies a violent death, so that's a vengeful spirit right there. And he knew all the other stiffs because they went to church here. I'm willing to bet that because he was their priest, he knew things about them that nobody else did. And then Sam is like, then again, Father Reynolds started praying for God's help about two months ago, about the time all this started. And Dean is like, Dean's get, like getting sick of, mm-hmm. sick of this. Like, like the, his, this theory of his, it's a good theory. And if this were any other case, this is like the next course of action is developing this, this theory. Like it's, this is prime material for a vengeful spirit. But Sam's stuck on this angel thing and this frustrates Dean. And he wants to know, why Sam is, you know, sticking to it with all of this angel crap, he says. He, he references the 700 Club, which is um, a televangelist mm-hmm. network. Mm-hmm. And he says, he's like, what, are you going to, you know, you've uh, been buying, you're willing to buy this angel crap? What's next? You're going to start praying every day? And there's sort of, there's a, a pause and Sam's like, I do. And he's like, what? what? <laughs> I do pray every day, have for a long time. And there's a there's a pause where Dean is shocked. And he goes, the things you learn about a guy. And they go to the crypt and somehow get back into the church and into the crypt. Yeah. Unclear. Unclear how they do they that. Just, they, they just, just go walk through, the, through the, walk, the church. I guess. I think they just like. They just walk through the church and into the, into the crypt. Yeah. And I guess it's the just father open. is just not just like. Not there. Not there. Doesn't see them. I was like, uh, um, excuse me, what, what are you doing? <laughs> um, excuse me, what the actual fuck, fuck are you doing, doing in my house? <laughs> so they go down into the crypt. <laughs> Sam hears some like. <laughs> and then the angel. And he feels some vibes. Yeah. He's like, <gasps> he's like, what? Oh, I'm getting senses of something. They just have strange vibes sometimes. The angel statue starts to shake. And he's like, what? He walks toward it, wide-eyed, and he does not call for Dean. No. no he, he just, just stands, stands there staring at, at it. At first, I thought it was going to be a case where he called for Dean, and then Dean's like, what? And he was going to be like, the angel was moving. Then it was going to stop, and he'd be like, the butter was moving. And Dean would be like, pfft. That's just your angel crap. And you'd be like, come on, Sam, let's keep I, moving. I don't, he wouldn't do that. Not when they're like in a haunted area. Okay. We've seen yeah. him not do that before. Remember in No Exit with Joe? 
Yeah. Jo- she was jo- like, she- I don't know what just happened, but something just happened. And Dean's like, good instincts. Okay, Let's good. investigate. Yeah. Dean yeah. takes hunting-related stuff seriously. If, Sa- if Sam noticed something or saw something move or whatever, he it, like it's like, ghost time! Ghost time! It's ghost time! It's ghost time! <laughs> but no, Sam doesn't call out for Dean. He just stands there and stares at it. And we see the angel light. <gasps> he turns around. We see this bright light on his face. He's scared at first. And then he starts to con- kind of smile. So Dean realizes he's walked far ahead of Sam. Comes back and is like, like tells him to get the lead out. Pokes his head back through the door and sees Sam just unconscious on the floor. The sound Sam effect I- for for when he was on the floor yeah. was like cord, like cord Duh. smash, like. Duh. Dean comes, you know, does like see Sam? And he's like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. He goes to him and kind of wakes him, and he's like, are you okay? Uh, Sam looks at the statue and smiles, and he's like, yeah, I'm okay. And he's like, um, okay, here we go. Out, 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 Gets him up. They walk back through the church, and Dean is like, you saw it, didn't you? He's like, I saw an angel. Dean offers him uh, a drink from his hip flask, and Sam's like, I don't need a drink. And Dean's like, well, I do. And he shrugs and takes a swig, like, uh, yeah, I need a drink. And this is the first time we've seen him drinking on a case. Yeah. Hmm. We've never seen him drinking on a case before. In fact, he, he said, said that you're not he, supposed to drink on a case. He made yeah. it. He uh, was it was irritated, mad at Sam for being drunk for being drunk on the case in the haunted Doesn't hotel. He drive later. Well, a single swig isn't gonna make it you make make you, you go up that high. Yeah, okay. you you can uh, on a on a man that size, a single yeah. swig of liquor is you don't not. Know if he's been drinking before, though. I mean, I don't think so because we don't get that indication here. Okay. Not yet. Uh, we don't get that indication here, but the, you know, the, the single swig to study his nerves, that's not something we've seen him do before. Sam seems really dazed, um, and Dean, like, knowing he saw that, so, you know, asking about this, he says, okay, ecstasy boy, <laughs> when uh, Sam is, you know, talking about Jesus, this feeling I of... I felt, like, so good, you the, know? The feeling of peace, of grace. And Dean's like, like, mm. like, yeah, mm, okay. <laughs> um, he goes, we'll get you some glow sticks and a Dr. Seuss hat. And Sam says, he's, you know, I spoke to him. It knew who he was. And Dean's like, this is not the first time we've dealt with spirits who can read minds. Like, remember your training, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, let me guess. You were personally chosen to smite some sinner. You just got to wait for some divine bat signal. And he's like, well, well, yeah, actually. <laughs> and Dean's like, great. I don't suppose... You asked what um, what this alleged bad guy did. Is it actually I did, Dean? And the angel told me he hasn't done anything yet, yet. but he will. <laughs> Dean's like this now that I don't believe this. Sam's like the angel hasn't been wrong yet. Someone's gonna do something awful, and I can stop it. And then Dean has a line that I was like, "What? Wow." What? You know, you're supposed to be bad too, Sam. Maybe I should just stop you right now. We just wow. talked about this. Why are you making jokes? And it didn't... It, it The delivery was not joking. No, it was... It was aggressive. Yeah. Like a little jab. It was a jab. Like, what? That, that line feels out of character for Dean to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dean will joke... Whenever he's uncomfortable, Dean will get will get aggressive when pressed. Dean doesn't usually joke about. He doesn't come out with it like that was jo- he does. Dean doesn't usually joke about killing Sam. No. Yeah, that's the, like the, the one topic the, that he wasn't. Like, yeah, that he doesn't joke about. No, 
Especially since Sam made a joke about it, and he was like, dude, Like, like that's not funny. Yeah, like, let's not do that. Not funny. This seems out of character. Sarah. Hmm. 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 I don't like that. And Sam just kind of brushes past no, it. No, he, he doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't address anything. it. He's like, I don't understand why you can't even consider the possibility. And Dean's like, what, that this is an angel? He's like, yes, maybe we're hunting an angel here. We should stop. Maybe this is God's will. Dean is doing some, like, face journey stuff Mm -hmm. in this next little bit. Like, there's a little bit of realization there for him. Like, this is important to Sam. And Sam, like, and Sam really doesn't get why this is an issue for me. So he, you know, sits down. He's like, okay, I'll give it to you. Okay, fine. You've got faith. That's good for you. I'm sure it makes things easier for you. I'll tell you who else had a lot of faith like that. Mom. She used to tell me, when she tucked me in, that angels were watching over us. In fact, that was the last thing she ever said to me. Sam is like, you never told me that. Like, well, what's to tell? She was wrong. There was nothing protecting us, and there's no higher power. There's just chaos and violence. Yeah, he says there's no God. Random, unpredictable evil that rips you to shreds. He's like, you want me to believe in this stuff? You're gonna, I'm gonna need some hard proof. And he's like, you got any? Well, I do. Proof that we're dealing with a spirit. And it's like, oh, well, that's some heavy stuff, Dean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they go back down to the crypt, find Father Gregory's um, tomb, and see it's been covered in plants. They identify it as wormwood, a plant associated with the dead, specifically the dead not at rest, not growing anywhere else. So this is on a normal hunt. This would be proof enough for both Sam and Dean, but Sam's still not sure. So Dean suggests they do a seance. If uh, Father Gregory's spirit is still around, the seance will bring it right to them. Yeah, we just need a few things. The seance ritual in Dad's journal. We need our handy-dandy... Notebook! Notebook. Right. And Sam is like, seance, great. I hope Whoopi's available. And Dean goes, that's funny, actually. Seriously. And I couldn't tell what he meant by that. It was like, are you being uh, so sarcastic that you're mean? Like, and just so deadpan that you're... That's not usually his funny... It's not his style. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, It it was a weird delivery of a line. Yeah. And kind of a weird line. Yeah. He's like... That's funny, actually. actually, Seriously. Seriously. If Father Gregory's spirit is around, the seance will bring him right to us. Uh, If it's him, then we'll put him to rest. And Sam's like, well, but if it's an angel, it won't show, and nothing will happen. And Dean's like, yeah, "Yeah, that's like the whole point, point. (laughs) dumbass. Like, yeah, if it's an angel, it won't show, and then we'll know for sure. Yeah, he's like, don't you want to know for sure? It's like, that's one of the perks of the job. We don't have to work on faith. We can know for sure. Sam sort of nods, like, yeah, I guess I want to know for sure. The boys are at a corner store um, collecting supplies. We see them come out, and they've got their bags of groceries. Sam. Yep. So Sam goes, all right, I'll admit, we've gone pretty ghetto with spell work before. He's like, but wow. This takes the cake. I mean, a SpongeBob placemat instead of an altar cloth? It's 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 2007. It's 2000. That's an adjective. Yes, that it's, that's an adjective to Said describe by a white man. Oh yeah, used to describe jankiness. Yeah, but even like, so, it cobbled together. Yeah, uh, not you know well put together. It shouldn't be used by no, white people. No, and not in that and con. No, it shouldn't be context. used in this context. And the way that even the way the way that he said it yep. gave me like an. Ugh. It was, I was an like, ick. I was like, 
it he's was like, certainly an ick. And the way that he's like, all right, I'll admit, we got pretty ghetto. It's like, I'm like, no, ick. Ick. Sam. Nope. I don't like it. Don't nope. say that. Nope. Sorry. Yuck. It ruins the joke. Yeah. But, like, that, yes, there is a, the, they bought a SpongeBob placemat. He could have just, cloth, he which is, which is a pretty funny, good yeah. joke. Which is pretty funny. And Dean's like, we'll just turn it over so the SpongeBob part's facing down. <laughs> that part of the <laughs> joke's pretty funny. <laughs> they could have done it differently. They, could, yeah, they absolutely could have. There are more um, adjectives. There are more ways to say that sentence. And the fault on that, uh, that falls on the writer. Yep. Um, uh, because Sarah, I doubt cool. that, I doubt that line was improv'd. No. That that was that, ri- that was written, written, Sarah, a white lady, a, a white man. No, the, the SpongeBob part of the joke though, pretty, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So they Sam go. Sam starts to laugh and stops, and he sees a man standing on the corner. Like, oh, he's glowing with a his bright, balls are glowing. <laughs> a bright light behind him. And it just looks like his balls it's are glowing. just like <laughs> emanating from his crotch, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. It's the sign! <laughs> Glowing balls! <laughs> Scrotum! <laughs> oh. He's like, Dean, that's it! And he's like, what? And Dean turns, and it's just a dude standing on the street corner. On the street corner. Yeah, he's, he's like, like that's what? the sign! And Sam points. And he's talking pretty loud. Like, yeah. It's the sign! It's not that far away. It's, no. not, it's not like the opposite corner. It's just like across the street. Yeah, this is they're right there. It's just like a regular like two-lane street. Yeah. This is a trope that happens so much in media that I find so funny. Is people talking really loud. Like and near the person. Near the yeah, person talking about they're talking they're, like, about. And the person being completely oblivious. Yeah. I can't hear you. Like, this guy's maybe 50 feet from them. Like, like, like 30 to 50 feet. Like, it's within hearing range. Yes. And he's like, and he's not talking quietly. No, and And he's pointing at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, (laughs) he goes right there, right behind that guy. guy. (laughs) It's the sign. And and he goes, that's him, Dean. We have to stop him. I'm like, wow, Sam. And you're being so discreet right now. It's nighttime. There's no one else on the street. No. There's no one else. The guy he talking turns about. and look, he's like, the like guy me? would literally be like, <laughs> what? Huh? You're obviously talking about me, but what? He, he doesn't react though. He doesn't. He doesn't hear Sam shouting at him. Nope. The walk signal changes, and the guy on the corner starts to walk across the street. And Sam's about to just go charging off into traffic with his bag of groceries. And Dean, <laughs> Dean stops him. Grabs him like what no. are you doing like no where you can't just run off and go kill somebody just because a ghost told you to and sam's like i'm not gonna kill him i'm gonna stop him it's like and how Dean says, define, define stop, stop. <laughs> he's like what are you gonna do and, and the guy gets into his car and sam's like dean please he's gonna hurt someone and you know it and dean looks over and the guy turns the car on and the guy t- turns around the corner in the car and Dean's like, all right, come on. And he gets in the car. But Sam's door is locked. <laughs> and he's like, Un- unlock, unlock my it. door. Unlock my- you left the lock on. <laughs> and Dean's like, I'm not going to let you kill him. You go do the seance. I'll t- I'll go follow that guy. He's I'll like, take care of it. Dean. Dean takes off, leaves Sam there. How Sam's going to get back to the church, we don't know. No. <laughs> we don't know how far it is. I don't, I don't know, know how far it is. With a bag of groceries. Yeah. Um, it is for the seance, but... Yeah. But even so, um, how is he going to get in there? Going back into the church, back into the crypt, and not getting seen again. Assuming it's unlocked. Assuming it's unlocked. Again, or again, again, pick the lock, but like. 
Again, wow. again, we're assuming that it's, you know, full dark at like 4 p.m. There could be like four o'clock mass. So right. it's, it's not, it's not like impossible that it's, you know, that everything's locked up for the night. But I can't imagine that the crypt is just open no. to the public. Like, I so, so I, I don't know. But we, so we don't see any of that. We see Dean, uh, tail the guy, um, to some funky music. Mm-hmm. A guy, the guy stops at a house and gets out with flowers. Hands him to a woman who's standing there. Couldn't tell if it was a woman, so I, for a second, I was like, is he gay? And I was like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I was like, what direction is this going in? But no, no. it was a lady. It is a lady. Um, uh, she gets in the car. Opens the door for her. She gets in the car. And then he gets in. Dean continues to tail them. It down in the crypt, Sam is setting up the seance. He lights some candles, reads in Latin from the journal, sprinkles something on the candle, which goes sparkles. Yet we hear the sound of a door, and Father Reynolds comes in and is just like, What, what are you doing? What is this? And, he's and like, Sam looks looks at him, uh, looks down, looks at him. Uh, Father, I, please, I, I can't explain. explain. He slams the notebook shut. Um, like, maybe I can't actually, explain. Maybe I can't. Uh, this is uh, a seance. A seance. A seance? Young, young man. You are in a house of God. And he's like... It's, like, it's based on early cr- Christian rites, if that helps any. And yeah. it's like, it very much no, does not! It does not help! And he goes, enough, you're coming with me, and pulls Sam away. And then, bright lights! Oh! And you see like, a bright light from behind them. And they an From the grave. It shines on them. And Father Reynolds turns around, and he's like, oh my god, is that an angel? And Sam goes, no, no it's, it's not. He's it's the just way, Father Gregory. The way he's like, nah, it's just Father Gregory. <laughs> his delivery. Yeah. It's just it's Father, Father Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> his delivery was a little. It's nah, just Father Gregory. It's just Gregory. Father Gregory again. He's, he's, I mean, he was going for no, kind of sad and Father somber yeah. and like. It's like Father Gregory, it's not an angel. Like, like, and disa- not an angel. Not an angel. And disappointed, and and also like you know, it's conveying it gently. But it was just no. A it's Father Gregory. Again. It's Father Gregory. <laughs> it's not an angel. It's just Father Gregory. <laughs> the light kind of condenses into the form of a man, a priest, and the fa- uh, Father Reynolds is like Thomas. Uh, Father Gregory is like I've come in answer to your prayers. Meanwhile, Dean is still tailing the guy who's on a date down in the crypt. Father Gregory sees Sam, and he's like, Sam, I thought I set you on your path. Yeah, you should hurry. And Sam is so sad. He says, Father, I'm sorry, but you're not an angel. And Father Gregory's like, of course I am. I, I appeared in holy light, obviously, an angel. And Sam's like, no. You are a man. You're a spirit, and you need to rest. And Father Gregory's like, no, I was a man, but now I'm, I'm an, an angel. angel. Also, they don't become, no, they don't become angels. They become saints. Priests become saints after they die, right? No. no. That's <laughs> if you get canonized, like, as a saint. You have to have died to become a saint, but... You, you don't have to be a priest. You don't have to be a priest, and, and not and, all and priests are saints. <laughs> How many saints did you think there were? I thought every, like a billion. Every like, priest was a saint. Was a saint. I thought that every, would be billions so of saints. So many saints. <laughs> we we, all, we do have a lot of saints. I know. Yeah. I thought every dead priest was a saint. No, that's that would be billions. So many. That's billions of priests. That's so many saints. How, no. how would we keep track of them all? That's you too, write it down. That's too many. You write no. it down in a notebook. No, the, the Catholic Church gets together and decides 
So this dead person, this, this dead was person, a good who, person, this, this per- dead person who died a long time ago, did a number of things in their life, and they, under categories and criteria that make them eligible to be a saint. Like so therefore, that was That's different. different. Your name is di- your you are your name Bridget. Yeah, the saint. Bridget, yeah, was not a real person. Saint oh. Bridget. So some some saints are real historical figures who you know devoted their life to religion stuff and usually died horribly oh. in um, in a martyr fashion. So were killed for their faith. U- usually that's how that goes. And the church gets together some long time later and is like, this person died horribly for their faith. They were a good follower of the faith. People should want to be like them. They get a promotion (laughs) in the afterlife. After death, they get a promotion. Um, And and we decide that here on Earth, that in the afterlife, they get a promotion. Okay? The the one you're named for, St. Bridget, is not a real person. St. Bridget is the Catholic Church appeasing the locals and saying, we will let your goddess into the church. As a saint, oh. this goddess you revere, the goddess Bridget from p- pagan Celtic practices. Wow. So Father Gregory is like, yeah, I was a man, but now I'm an angel. I was on the steps of that church and I felt the bullet pierce right through me, but there was no pain. And suddenly I could see everything. And he says that he could see Father Reynolds praying and crying and that he came to help him. And Father Reynolds is like, help me. How? We see Dean driving. He is following, tailing this guy, and not being very inconspicuous about it. No, he's like right there. He's right there. He's just tailgating him. And uh, then he turns the corner. They turn the corner, and they're gone. And he's he's looking around for them. He's like, how how could they have gone? Where could they have gone? And he goes, damn it! <laughs> In the crypt, Thomas says that he received the word of God. God spoke to him, told him to smite the wicked, and. Father Reynolds is like, no, you're inciting people to kill. And um, Father Gregory's like, I'm I'm offering these people redemption. He looks at Sam. It's like, some people need redemption, don't they, Sam? (laughs) And Sam, Sam is looking upset. Yeah. And, but Father Reynolds is like, you can't call that redemption. And he's, he looks, Father Reynolds is looking upset. And Father Gregory's like, you can't understand the word of, the word of God. The rules of God are different from that of man, and it's it's very like 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 oh this guy's all messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sam is like those people. They're locked up now. And Father Gregory's like, no, they're happy. They've found peace. They've beaten their demons, and I've given them the keys to heaven. And Father Reynolds is like, no, 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 no. 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 This is vengeance. It's wrong. And he goes, Thomas, this is against everything you believed. You're lost. You're misguided. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. And Father Reynolds is like, you are not an angel. Men cannot be angels. And Father Gregory starts to look conflicted. He's like, but, but I, I don't understand. You prayed for me to come. He's like, I prayed for God's help, not for this. What you're doing is not God's will. Thou shalt not kill. That is the word of God. We see... Uh, the guy who Dean was tailing pull up in his car outside of a storage facility. Yeah, it was like an alleyway with it like looks, a garage. Yeah, it looks like, like a storage facility. Like it's mini storage. It looks yeah. like what's that TV show? Storage, storage Wars. Yeah. yeah, Storage Wars. And he parks the car and the girl's like, why have we stopped? Yeah. 
<laughs> Why are we stopped? He lunges at her <sighs> to kiss her. So forceful. And she, she like, laughs, laughs it off. Yeah. It looks kind of, un- she looks very uncomfortable. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, but she's like, smiling through it like, haha. Like, oh, we, what, like, what are you doing? Oh what my are God. you doing? Weren't we going to go to the movies? We should go or we're going to be late. And he slaps her in the face. I had to pause it. I and was like, like my Whoa. mouth was like my hand was over my mouth. I was like, oh it, my it god. Was, it was it, it was extremely it, it was it was sudden out of nowhere. It was yeah. completely like, out of the blue. I had no idea that's where this was going. I mean like I knew he was being creepy, but I didn't see the I didn't know how that. erratic it would be. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, "I'm sorry. I've never done this before." That's I'm like, it's like slow. What uh, have you not done? Like killing a person? Like like or raping a person? Think, or like, does he think that this is like? It, have you sexy? never gone on a date and you think this is what dates are? After the slap, she, she like she like goes to get out of the car, but, and the, he but locks, locks the doors. It. And he goes, "I said I was sorry." That's not what you're. Uh. And she's like, "Please!" And she kind of backs up as much as she can in the car. And then he's got a knife. He pulls out a little utility knife, like a little razor blade. And she's like, she bre- like breathy. She's like, what? <laughs> like what? Like like <laughs> this isn't what I thought this date was gonna be. Like this is like. And he goes for her with the knife, and she's like, it looked like at first he was holding it to himself, like like I'm gonna kill myself if you don't like kiss me or something like that. Uh, but but then he's got like the knife like at her, yeah, and, and they're trying to go for her throat, and they're struggling, and he's like, stop it, like stop struggling. God damn. The glass on the driver's side breaks. Dean, Dean is there. Grabs the guy by his leather jacket, which has been very squeaky this whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> he lunges to kiss her and is like, swing, 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 swing. That'd be so awkward if it wasn't creepy. I know. If it wasn't terrible, it would be so awkward, but... Like, if he was a good guy... A genuine good guy, and, they and it were was actually... like just an awkward date. It yeah, would just and be they... an awkward date. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> crunch of leather jacket, like. And she and like they, they go to kiss, and she's like, "No, you're no. your leather jacket's loud. It's very <laughs> loud <laughs> in here. Sorry." <laughs> no, Dean breaks through the glass, grabs the guy, jerks Punches him back. Him. He pushes him into slams the... his head against the steering wheel, like knocks him out, unlocks the doors. And the lady gets out, and he runs to her, and he's like, are you okay? I'm surprised that she didn't flinch from him. A big man running yeah, toward yeah. her. He came at he her. He came at her really fast. <laughs> and he was like, are you okay? <laughs> Flint like a woman. He did. And he, like, like slid like, over the car. Yeah. 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 Like, action action movie. And she just, just kind of, like, and, like, in her state... Of, like I, I get like yeah he saved her but like he he rushes her yeah, yeah and like, like grabs her yeah and he's like, are you okay and it's, it is it's very like like wow Dean you're a yeah. large man but yeah. like yeah another large man coming and like running Grabbing toward her. you I would have flinched but like being being like are you okay then it would have been like. Yeah, and she's fine. she's she's you know tearful and you know grateful for the rescue. I don't, I don't know um, a hug maybe. Mm, no. I don't. I don't know if a hug would be accepted or no. appropriate here. No, I, I think. I, I think coming at her gently. Maybe. I mean, I know like time is an issue, so yeah. Not, so not like taking your time, but yeah. coming at her more gently and approaching it with grabs her like by the shoulders and shaking. Are you okay? It was, it, was, it was really 
aggressive. And then the car. I mean, clear, clearly, I mean, he's clearly concerned. For oh, her. yeah, like like he's, he's frantically concerned. And I mean, and knowing Dean, I mean, he still got an adrenaline rush from punching that guy in the face. And like, yeah, da, 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 da. There, there's that. But like, and knowing Dean, and, and like what he says later about he almost didn't make it in time. Yeah, and his whole thing about sa- needing to save people all the time. Yeah. He's like, like, I gotta have go. I saved like, you? Did I do my job right? <laughs> Confirm for me that you are saved. <laughs> the car starts. Yep. And starts to drive away. And see, here, I I'm thought like, it I was... I thought he was knocked out. And I thought it was... So, I thought he was knocked out. So, I was working on the assumption of, oh, the ghost is trying to kill him. Yes. I thought the ghost was going to, dri- like, drive the car into the lake or something. Yeah. Oh. I definitely... That's, I was like, oh, now the ghost has the car. Yeah. Now we have a different problem, because the ghost is definitely not going to obey the rules of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, we did have... Oh, we had Ghost Truck. Ghost Truck did not obey the rules of the road. <laughs> Ghost Truck did not obey the rules of the road. No. Ghost Truck drove on sidewalks no, and ran no. into people. Racist Truck. That's what I yes. mean. We're saying that the truck didn't, like, the ghost didn't it, follow it, the rules it, of the road. It stayed on the road, I'm saying. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It drove on the sidewalk, but, um... <laughs> it didn't go... It I'm didn't saying drive it didn't into drive the house. Off. It didn't yeah. drive into the building. Sure. That's not... That's, that is the barest minimum for rules of the road. <laughs> did you drive into a house today? No? no? You did a good job driving. Good job, ghost. <laughs> um, your your uh, your license from the 60s ghost is still <laughs> active. Your ghost license. It's not expired. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I assumed that um, because like the driver was knocked out, that, that the ghost, who was so intent on having this guy killed for his crimes, I uh, was like, well, if you're not going to kill him, then I will. Because we've seen that sort of behavior from ghosts before. Mm-hmm. Go- we've seen ghosts driving cars before. Yeah. In With the ghost truck, we've seen... Um, in in playthings. Play most recently, we saw the ghost drive the car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and try to kill the lady. So, that, so I, that's what I was assuming at this point. How does this guy... He just had his head smashed into the wheel. Yeah, I don't know so how he, he wasn't. Be, so he wasn't completely knocked out. He was just dazed, but Dean didn't check. He would be in yeah. so much pain right now. Okay, we we cannot get into the reality of, of... And convenience of knocking people out. Yeah. Because the amount that, the, that these boys get their heads hit, and they're like, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, until it's conveniently not. Yeah. And then they draw. Yeah, and then they like, come, and then they come to and they're fine. Yeah, like when Stan like, that's got not, knocked that's, out. That's not how concussions work. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, you would have like serious brain damage, and they probably from being like, knocked out so, for like an hour. So if we're talking yeah. about the realities of this, they definitely do. Also tinnitus. <laughs> also tinnitus. You do not want tinnitus. Damn you, tinnitus! You're a cruel mistress. We we can't we we can't, can't get into the, re- the realities the reality. of head trauma. And on this show. <laughs> so the car takes off. Dean is, like, like double, like, one last time. Are you, are you sure? Are you sure you can? And, okay. and, and she's kind of tearful. But she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm I okay. am, like, I am kind of upset that he left her alone. Yeah, he didn't want to let the guy get away, so... But he's like, do you have a phone? Call 911. He could have. Yeah. I mean... She he didn't want to bring her in with the in the car with him. He was going on a car chase to to probably kill the guy. Like he didn't want to bring her with him. I guess. So yeah, he gets in the Impala and drives after the guy. Hot pursuit. Back down in the crypt. Father Gregory is in conflict. Sam looks at his own grave and turns around. Sam is like, "Let us help you." You know, very gentle. 
And Father Reynolds wants to give him his last rites, so he begins, and Father Gregory starts to flicker. Visit. Visit, visit. And, and he's like, Father Reynolds? Like, what? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> and he's like, he seems afraid, but he kneels before Father Reynolds, who completes the last rites, and Gregory vanishes in that angelic light. And fades. Back with the car chase... A truck gets in the way, and then they both drive off the road, and they're making crazy sharp turns. And I, my, my notes say, Dean chases the ghost car. Oh, it's not a ghost car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy's awake. <laughs> and yeah, and there's a truck, and they're driving, and lots of crazy um, swerves. A truck in front of the guy turns sharp to the left sideways, and then a pole breaks off of the top of the truck. It's like a utility like truck of utility some kind. Truck. And like the, a pipe, yeah, a pipe of some kind, like falls off the top of the truck. It breaks, bounces on the its end on the street, and flies through the windshield. And it cuts right through the man's chest and through the back of his seat. Yeah, it it impales the guy, and the guy stops short. Dean, you know, skids to a stop, pulls up beside. Um, yeah, he beside gets this out guy. and inspects. The car and the the guy. Did the blue truck stop as well? Yeah, there there was there yeah. were the blue truck, the car, the blue truck swerved around. They stopped. Dean stops. The, so this is now we've got at least four cars in this intersection. Yeah. Dean gets out. Yeah, gets out to inspect. And yep, that guy is definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> so how did he get out of this situation? Him. Who? Dean. Dean. Mm. Oh. Uh, he was probably like call nine one one. Call nine one one. I've got something to do. <laughs> bye. 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 I was never here. I don't know. Like, he... I'm getting help. Maybe. I'm gonna go get help. <laughs> Call 911. Yeah. But yeah, the guy is definitely dead. Dean comes back to the motel room and Sam is packing. Moodily. Yeah. <laughs> and, Sam, and Dean is like, how was your day? <laughs> And Sam, kind of choked up and emotional, tells Dean about Father Gregory, how he was a spirit, he was not an angel. Dean takes out his flask, takes a swig, and offers it to Sam. Sam takes a drink. Yeah, he accepts. Sam says he wanted to believe so badly. It's so damn hard to do this, what we do all alone. There's so much evil out in the world. Yeah, I feel like I could drown in it. And when I think about my destiny, like how, how I could end up... And he's like, yeah, well, don't worry about that. I'm watching out for you. And Sam's like, yeah, I know, but you're just one person. I needed to think there was something else watching too. Some higher power, some greater good. And that maybe I could be saved. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, this is consistent with his arc this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So we've this, as as Sam has seen more and more, like the other psychic kids, the the damage that happens to them and around them his sort of desperation for needing to save people, which is usually a Dean trait, needing to find some way to redeem himself. I mean, he's got this connection, at least in his mind, that he has some connection to demonic powers and that 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 connection is bad. And therefore he needs to work to be redeemed for that. Mm -hmm. That's a very Catholic guilt thing. Yeah. And and very, you know, in someone who has faith. That's a, that's, yeah, you, that's just sort of ingrained in you is like, you've done something bad and need to work to make it better. <laughs> Dean, and Dean sees this and it, it seems to me that he's, he sees this and like realizes that, that Sam needs this to hang on to. Yeah. So I don't know if he himself 
like like actually believes what he's saying, hmm. he may. Yeah, and this may may be. It a, sounded pretty authentic. To yeah, me. yeah it, it may be a genuine moment of vulnerability and uh, doubt on on his part. He tells Sam. Gregory's spirit gave you some pretty good info. That guy in the car was bad news. I barely got there in time. And Sam was like, what happened? And, and Dean's like, well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sam was like, like, did, like, did you, did, did, did you did, kill did, him? Did, did you? And Sam's like, or D- Dean's like, no. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. The way he died, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, never would have believed it. I don't know what to call it, but maybe... God's will. So it it and it, it is delivered pretty genuinely. Yeah. So so it, it you know may very well be genuine. I think he I think he admits to it though whether genuine or not because he sees Sam losing hope. Yeah. And he can't have that. He he needs Sam to to stay hopeful, hopeful that he's not evil, <laughs> that he's yeah. not going to turn evil someday, right? Because if Sam turns evil, Dean's been ordered to kill him. Yeah. Yep. Which he can't Which do. He can't do. Uh, so he's got. So Sam's got to stay hopeful. Yeah. Um, so wh- whether he believes this or not, and it was it was delivered pretty genuinely. That's what we ended on. Is yeah. is Dean having doubts a, a, a small doubt about his own skepticism? And then we end there. So what do we think of the episode? I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked it up until the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and it, I liked it through the car chase, which was cool to have a car chase. Yeah. But right before then, when the guy was super creepy, I'm like, this is unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. We can have people being evil without, without being sexual. Yeah. Uh, sexy and evil do not have to go hand in hand. Nope. Hmm. Mm. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't like that either. Um, and that, and that's the scene that made you, made you think of Judge Javon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we'll have to keep an eye on Sarah Gamble and see if she also continues to be creepy. <laughs> uh, you know, inputs like the 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 sexy evil connection. Yeah, um, making villains the violence of villains a violence of a sexual nature. Yeah, in a similar way to what uh, John Shabon does, or just violence against women and violence or against women. women. Yeah. Why would she do that though? I don't know. Um, like I understand why a man would write it. Kind of, I guess. I mean, it's part part of the writing culture, like of the time, right? So we're talking about two thousand seven. The uh, they're still at this point. I mean, they try their entire run of the show trying to pitch to a specific audience, mm-hmm. right? So their tar- the audience they want to target is late teens, early twenties men, yeah. uh, Americana men's men, mm-hmm. <laughs> young, you know, teen, teen, older teen boys. Um, who, you know, are looking up to these, like, hyper-masculine figures and having, like, a Americana adventure. And, and as such, right, so the writer's room is also, like, the culture of the writer's room and the directors. It's kind of a boys' club. Yep. And it's 2007. <laughs> yep. All of that working together, this is pretty par for the course for this era of television and this style of television. The violence against women, the sexual nature of the violence. It's it's not uncommon. So it's not it's not really a question of like, well, why did she do this? It's this is just what was being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did it and she didn't either couldn't or didn't try to step out of step outside of that. Right. Didn't try to say something different. With yeah. it either, yeah. Just it's used just the same trope, and yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that that'll be interesting because we know that Sarah's going to be around for a while. Yeah, at least in our, in our rewatch, right? How do we feel about the more dialogue-heavy episodes? 
It was okay. Um, it was just a different style. I like a balance between dialogue and... I think coming coming right off of such an action heavy episode, it was a little bit jarring to and like you know it was like we were like just kind of stopped our momentum. Yeah, definitely slower slowed us down a little. So I don't know. I think there's a place for it, but just in the context of coming right after Night Shifter. Yeah, it was and such a a good episode. hard, Hard to follow. Very hard episode to follow. Mm-hmm. For sure. I So overall, I think as a standalone episode, I thought it was like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it I was interesting to establish the dynamic of Sam's faith and Dean's lack of faith mm-hmm. and give them an episode to talk about and explore that. What makes this episode better is completely by, by accident, yeah. putting it in the larger context of the show. Yeah. At this point, holding it to its own standard, I don't think it's that great of an episode. No. It was, it was fine. It was like, eh. yeah. In the larger context of the show, the entire episode is foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and it's hard for me to separate that. Yeah. But I, I think that it's the accidental larger context that makes this a better, a better episode than it actually is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's all we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then join us next time for Season 2, Episode 14, Born Under a Bad Sign. Hmm. After receiving a frantic call from Sam, who has been missing for more than a week, Dean races to his brother's side. Oh! What? <laughs> what? When did... Th- what? 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 <laughs> Sound- for more than a week. Sounds like someone watched the first ten minutes of the episode. Yep. <laughs> All right. No other context. No. (laughs) All right. So um, join us next time for season two, episode 14. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. And I've been a host, Bridget. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song, Bruh Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.